Today's daf is daf mem. We are beginning five lines down. Amr of Chista. Chista is going to teach us uh, three halachas that concern the uh, cutting of hair of a nazir. So let's see. Amr of Chista. Lil kot ba'achas. That uh, in order to get malchus for violating cutting the hair of a Nazir, even one hair can create the uh, uh, punishment of, of lashes. La'akev, if a person is discharging his Nazirus by having his taglachas achrona, that's the final shaving, where he has to shave off all his hair, uh, in conjunction with bringing the korbanis, to prevent the discharging of that mitzvah, if a person leaves two hairs on his head, he has not fulfilled the mitzvah. So to, prefer, to perform the mitzvah of cutting the hair at the end, of the hair of the nazir, you have to cut uh, all the hair and cannot leave two. If you left one, then you've already discharged the mitzvah. But you leave two, you have not. So that's the second halacha he taught us. And the third halacha is, Listar enososer ela berov rosho. We learned yesterday is that if a person either shaves his own head or uh, robbers grabbed him and cut his hair, so he has to now, uh, it's, it's, it's as if he's destroyed his days. It means he has to count additional days to make up so that he'd have 30 days of hair on his head. How much hair has to be cut in order for him to forfeit the original days, you have to have the majority of the hair on his head. If the majority of the hair on his head has been cut, then he has now violated the, the Nazirus in a way that's going to require him to add the additional days to the Nazirus to make up for the loss of hair. So it's only, only if the majority of the hair has been cut. And the uh, last statement that he makes, Ubeta'ar, that these halachas require a razor. That these halachas require razors. Let's go through the three halachas. One is for lashes, you have to cut at least one hair. Number two, to discharge the, uh, the, the nazirus, which requires the taglachas achrona, shaving off all your head, you cannot leave two hairs. And in the violation that will require forfeiture of the original days and require the additional 30 days, only comes into play if the majority of the hair of the head has been cut. And all these halachas require a razor. Now, Sigmar asks, Betar in midiachrini loy, you're telling me only a razor, but nothing else will, uh, uh, nothing else, uh, 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 no other cutting implement, another form of cutting. Now, Digmora is cognizant of the fact that yesterday we learned in the Brisa that it seemed to be both according to the Chachamim and according to Rebbe, the Taglachas Achrona, the discharging the hair uh, that when you would bring with the Korbanas, cutting the hair there, there we said, yes, you need to use a razor. However, the Brisa seemed to learn is that the violation of the Nazirus, <coughs> the violation of Nazirus doesn't necessarily have to be done with the razor, at least according to one Bryce for sure, is that you could, uh, and according to our Mishnah, you could even get lashes even if you don't cut the hair with a razor. So what does it mean over here that you're telling me that no, it can only be a razor would seem to be going against for sure our Mishnah, at least one of the Bryce's that we said yesterday. 
We learned yesterday in Abraisa, it says, We actually made a drosha to teach us that you are in violation with all forms of hair removal, not just using a razor. So Ella says, I don't know what Rab Chista means. He doesn't mean it has to be for, for violation of the Nazir. It doesn't have to actually be a razor, but ke'ain ta'ar. It has to be something that cuts like a razor. Now, one of the qualities of a razor is that it'll cut down to the skin. A scissors, for example will not give you that razor-like finish. So therefore, when it says that you're in violation when you cut with a razor, it doesn't mean necessarily that you have to use a razor for the violation of laws of Nazar, but it has to be something that is like the, the finish of a razor. Okay, that is the ruling of Rav Chista. Now, the Gemara brings down, Tanya Namiach, we have a b'risa that seems to support this, uh, the, 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 at least some of the statements made by Rav Chista. What, now, the Gersiyah is going to be important, so let's look at it inside. It says, Nazir Shatalash, if a Nazir plucked, or Meirat, uh, or he, uh, he used a, uh, a, a, a depilatory, or sivsafe, or he uh, pulled out the hair. Kol shahu, any amount, even one hair, so the, the girsa of the is chayev. The girsa that Allah should say is chayev, which supports what we just said. It doesn't actually have to be a razor. It's ke'ain. It's like a razor, but you're chayev for even doing it with one hair. Ve'eno soser, however, to forfeit the days that have been counted because of a w- violation of cutting one's hair, that only happens, ela berov rosho, if only if the majority of the hair has been cut, uvetar, and as long as it's like a tar, we're going to explain what it means, like a tar, it means that it's got the tar-like Smooth. finish. That means you've gone down to the root. Now, Rav Shimon Yehuda disagrees with Tanakama on one point. Shimon Yehuda Omer, Mishum Rav Shimon, the name of Shimon, Keshem Shishtei Saras Ma'akvos Bo, just as everybody agrees that to, uh, that you have not fulfilled the mitzvah of the Taglachas of the Nazir if you leave two hairs, which again supports what Rav Chista said, Kach Shtei Saras Sosers Bo, so too, cutting two hairs, this, even the significance of cutting two hairs alone will require the forfeiture of the earlier days and require a new count of 30 days worth of hair. So this is the point, this is the only point Rabbi Shimon is disagreeing with Tanakama. Tanakama, how like Rabchista, the way Rabchista said, is that in order to start having to make a whole new count for the hair, it has to be the majority of the hair. Rove. And according to Rav Shimon, he holds just as two hairs prevents you from the mitzvah of taglachas, so too two hairs are going to, cutting two hairs is going to require that you, that you add the 30 days <coughs> again. All right. Let's go back to Tanan Asam, we learned in the Mishnah. It says, Shloshem Egalchen, there are three individuals in the Torah that require some form of shaving. Betaglachtan mitzvah, and their shaving is a commandment, it's a positive commandment, they have to shave. And who are they? That's the Nazir who we were introduced to. The Metzorah we talked about yesterday. There is a difference, by the way, the Nazir's shaving is only of his head. There's whole body. Metzorah has to do the whole body. And the last one is Levium. The Levium in the Midbar, when they were inaugurated, 
So they also had to go through a process similar to the Mitzorah. They required a full-bodied shave as well. And not only that, but they also were waved. Arna Cohen had to pick him up and uh, wave him around. Uh, you know. So, but anyway, so these are three individuals that require, three groups of people that require some type of shaving. And in all these three cases, if they try to discharge their obligation without using a razor, or even if they use the razor but they left behind at least two hairs, they have not discharged their responsibility, they have not performed the mitzvah of taglachas that is required. So basically we're comparing the three together in that it has to be done with the razor, and you have to remove all the hair and cannot leave behind two, two hairs. No questions. All right. No questions. So right now, no questions. This, this, this fits everything so far that we've said so far. All right. Now, Amar Mar, the master just said that Shlosha Megalfin V'Taglachtan Mitzvah. One wants to know, what is this expression, V'Taglachtan Mitzvah? There are three that have to shave, and their shaving is like being commanded by the Torah. There's really no need to tell me the command is, is commanded by the Torah. You open up a Chumash. And you'll see, it says the Mitzorah has to shave, the Nazar has to shave, the Levim had to shave, meaning there's no purpose of a Tana in the Mishnah, in Torah Shabal Peh, to have to tell me that it's their Taglachas is a mitzvah if the Torah explicitly tells me this is what has to be done. Obviously, by using the expression, the Taglachtan mitzvah, the Tana is trying to emphasize something that otherwise... I might not have been wary of. So Moira says like this, Pshita. So what, what's the obvious, it's obvious, <coughs> what's it coming to teach me? So Mahu Dasema, you might have argued, you might have said, is that Mishum Avuri Sa'arhu. Maybe the whole thrust of the Torah <laughs> in these three situations is not as much as the process, but the result. What's the result? The result should be is that there's been hair removal. And since the result is that it has to be hair removal, so then I would have thought that what? Is that you anything you use, even a depilatory, right? A cream, a powder, anything you use that gives you the final result that the hair has been removed, you've, obli- you've fulfilled your obligation, your, your, the commandment of cutting the hair has been fulfilled. Even if you smeared yourself with this depilatory cream or with this powder, you've also fulfilled. Kamash Malan Delo. Comes to teach me, no. When the Pesach says that Taglachtan Mitzvah, that it's not just the result that is the mitzvah. The actual process is the mitzvah, and therefore it has to be done specifically with a, with, with a, with a razor. Now, Tozos asked the Kasha, Lechora, what do you need to tell me, Taglachtan Mitzvah? It already says Beferish, if you keep reading the Bryser, right? we're trying to figure out the, uh, the Mishnah. It says, Shlosha Megalch V'Taglachtan Mitzvah. You tell me, why is that Taglachtan Mitzvah? Is that the process of using the razor <coughs> is integral to the, pro, to the Mitzvah. But keep going. It says, That's the next line in the Mishnah. The next line in the Mishnah says that if you shaved without a razor, you've not fulfilled. So you're telling me it had to emphasize Taglachtan 
mitzvah, because otherwise I would think the result is more important than the process. And even if I don't reason, but the next line actually tells me that. So Tosa says, you would have thought it means that's talking about the, if the finish. That means if you did it without a razor, it means you didn't do it razor-like. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't that you would have to actually use a razor. That when it says taglachta mitzvah, that's emphasizing it's not just the finish, and it's not just making it like a razor. But it means actually you have to use a razor. That's what we learn out from the words taglachta mitzvah. Fine. Now let's keep going. Ktani, we did learn in the Mishnah that kulan shagilchu shalobitar. That in all three cases, if a razor was not used. So you have not f- discharged the obligation, you have not fulfilled the mitzvah. Says the Gemara like this, Bishlam Agabe Nazir Ksivtar. By Nazir, it explicitly says that you have to use a razor. Now, if you remember from yesterday, it doesn't actually say that you have to use a razor in the completion process, but we learned out that the fact that it uses it in the beginning, you can apply it, either according to Chachamim, either according to Rebbe, that it also teaches you you have to use a razor in the completion process. But whatever, we, we have derived that you have to have a razor to complete the process. Right, it says Yatar lo yavo lo yavo al rosho, and we explained that that could apply to the completion process as well. Now, Gabi concerning the Vim, it also says Ksiv veviru tar al kol that a razor should pass over their entire flesh. So I know by Matsora that you need. I, I know by Nazir, I'm sorry, that you need to have a razor, and I know by Levim that I need to have a razor. Where's the one area I'm not sure that you have to have a razor? And you assume that you did. What was that? That was by the Metzorah. Right? Ela Metzorah betar minolon. How do I know that a Metzorah too, that at the end of his purification process, to discharge the mitzvah, he has to use specifically a razor to shave off all his hair? Now maybe you'll say, Let's learn it out from a mamatzinu. A mamatzinu, basically, you want to say is that that you want to know a a is the uh, is is the is the mitzora. and you know b b are the levim. And the Torah tells you that b requires a razor. Well, if b requires a razor, then why and and it requires taglachas removal of the hair. So a which requires removal of the hair, the chora should also require a razor. That's called a mamatzinu or a binyan up. So therefore, let's learn out. We feel Leviim need to have a hair removal. And the Torah stresses that it should only be done with a razor. So to A, the Metzorah, which also needs a Taglachas, and it only can be done with a razor. So therefore, then Metzorah also should also, if it needs a Taglachas, should also be done with a razor. Now that works if you cannot create a Svara or show any reason why A should not be compared to B. Says the more, but, we'll get to that because yesterday we went the other way, by the way. But let's we'll see. We'll get to that. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. You know, right now we're going with it's a mamat scene. Even if it be a kavachom, it's still a svara can shlug it up. What's the svara? Ikala mifrach. How can you prevent learning out mitzora from uh, uh, Leviim? 
Because Mala Levium Shekane Tun and Tnufa Begufam. Levium have a stringency that you do not find by the Mitzora. By Levium, not only did they have to be shaved, but they also had to be waved. Now you could argue, since they have that additional stringency that they had to be waved, maybe that's also why their taglachat had to have the stringency that you had to use a razor. But by the mitzora, that there is no din that you have to wave the mitzora, maybe he does not have the stringency that limits him to have his shaving only done with a razor. So therefore, so you can make a pircha on the comparison. You can refute the comparison. You can say they require waving with their body. Time of you're going to say the same thing by the mitzora the low that he does not require waving, and therefore you cannot learn out a to b, a from uh, b. You cannot learn out the mitzora from the levim. Someone says, okay, then let's try a different case. Let's try learn out the mitzora from another guy that needs <coughs> shaving. Who's the other guy that needs shaving? The nazir. Now, the nazir doesn't need to be waved. The nazir don't, so therefore, that would make it a good place to learn out. The nazir, the Torah stresses, has to be done with a razor. It has to be shaved and with a razor. So therefore, learn out A from C. So let's learn out. So when it's just like this. So therefore, Elatesimenos, let's derive the din of razor from the nazir. Malat Nazir. Sumar says like this. Sumar says, and therefore, just as the Nazir requires a razor, so too the Mitzor will cry a razor. says, no, because there's a stringency by the Nazir that does not apply by the Mitzorah. What is that stringency? The Korbanus of the Nazir require Lechem. They require loaves of bread. That's a stranger. We don't find that generally that you have to bring loaves of bread with the with the with the carbon. So you could say that the Nazir has a stringency that his carbonas have to have lechem. The Mitzora, who does not have to have lechem, so since Nazir is more chomer in that aspect than Mitzora, perhaps then the Torah is also makbid that the that the Nazir requires a razor, and maybe the Mitzora should not require the razor. So therefore, like this. So says the Gemara, Elatesim in Nazir. The Gemara says, no, because there you could ask the question, Mala Nazir, Shekain Karbonato in Lechem. His carbon requires bread. Talmud Sora de Lo. So therefore, you, and you can, by, by Masora, can you say that you can compare it who does not require Lechem? So now what the Gemara is going to do is create a Tzad Hashova. A Tzad Hashova means that you work a three way Limud with a common denominator. Another way of calling it is you have in the Yudgim Midos is a binyan of Abamishnei Kesuvim. That you look, uh, a, one prototype is not working, but you use a double prototype. So now we want to know the halacha by A. The halacha by A is by, uh, by the, the, by the Mitzorah. So we said, A, you cannot learn out directly from B, B being the Levium, because there is a stringency by B. So don't learn it out from B, learn it out from C. Learn it out from the Nazir. But C has its stringency. So therefore, a, a, so straight up, A from B or A from C doesn't work. But therefore, what you're trying to do here is learn A from a combined limit of B and C. Why does that help you? Because basically, what you're saying is maybe the stringency that, that B has stops you from learning from A. So now, but if you show C does not have that stringency, obviously the requirement of razor cannot be 
tied to that stringency because C doesn't have that stringency and still use the razor. Yeah, but C has its own stringency. But B does not have that stringency. So each one, B and C, knock off the, the, each other's stringency and clearly the stringency cannot be the reason why you require a razor. What's the common denominator? They all require shaving. They all require razor. So therefore, uh, therefore Mitzorah too, which requires shaving, will require a razor. That's the way a Tzad shovel works. Let's see it inside. Ella says, One to one, you cannot derive that a Mitzorah needs a razor. But But let's learn out from both of them. Combine the two and learn out from B and C that A will require a razor. How are you going to derive it? How is this going to work? So it's like this. Let's start off. Let's learn out Mitzorah from Levim. A from B. My Levim she came to an Tnufa. Your problem with that is Levim need a Tnufa, but Gufan, they have to have a body wave. They have to wave their bodies. Nazir Yochiach, Nazir will show you that Nazir does not require a body wave and still requires a razor. The problem is learning from Nazir has its own problem. What Nazir has the stringency that has Lechem. I, my Nazir, Shekhen Karbona Tu'un Lechem, that its carbon requires bread. Levim Yochichu, Levim will prove that bread has nothing to do with the requirement of razor because they also have a requirement of razor, even though they don't have the requirement of bread. The Chazer Adin, and the logic uh, goes back, meaning, I, Nazir, you can't, you can't learn out from, uh, from, from, um, um, I'm sorry, Mitzorah from Levium, because Levium has its stringency <coughs> of body waving, and you go back to C. So basically, it's a revolving circle, the common denominator, Chazer Adin, Loiroi Kazer, that one-to-one, it's not similar to this characteristic, but Loiroi Kazer, and it's not similar to the, to the other, to the other characteristic, but Sada Shava Shaben, what is the Common denominator between B and C is shehain to unin daglachas. They need a shaving and daglachas, and the shaving is required. Betar avana and the avias mitzorah. I can now include a shehutan daglachas with daglachas betar that it also needs a shaving and its shaving <laughs> has to be done with a razor. So that is called. It's a standard methodology known as a tzad hashava. Now, how do you beat a tzad hashava? How do you refute a tzad hashava? The way to refute a tzad hashava is to show that B and C share a common denominator that is not shared by A. Meaning, if you, you, what you've done is you've knocked off each one stringency, but, and therefore you've made a common denominator between all three. But if you can show a shared common denominator by B and C that is not shared by A, then I can attribute the din of razor to that shared common denominator that is not shared by A, and therefore you have no longer a proof that A should require a razor. All right? Let's see it inside. So Hamalei Rava Mibarnish le Rav Ashi. So Rava Mibarnish uh, said to Rav Ashi, "Belifroch, I can still refute this limud because I can show you like this: is that there is a leniency that applies to Mitzora that we don't see." by neither the Levium nor by Nozer. What is that? We've spoken about this uh, numerous times. That some of the Karbonas in the Torah follow the, uh, the, the category of a Karban Oliva Yored. What is a Karban Oliva Yored? It is basically a carbon that is tied to the financial status of the individual. There's a sliding scale. Depending on what the person's financial status is, what his wealth is, then he can either bring a more expensive carbon or he can bring a different type 
birds, a flower. That's called the carbon olive yorin. It happens to be that the mitzora, the carbonus to discharge the requirements of mitzora, is on that financial scale of a carbon olive yorin. Whereas the carbonus of the levium and the carbonus of the nazir are not olive yorin. So I can show that B and C share a stringency. That A does not. A has a leniency. A's carbonus are olivayorid. B and C's are not olivayorid. And since B and C now share a stringency, it might be. That's why also the Torah's makbid that they have to use a razor. And A, therefore, you have no proof that A needs to use a razor. So let's see it inside. So Amalei Rovin Barnish Ravashi. Belifroch, why can you still not refute this limud and say The common denominator between B and C is shekain and carbonos They don't have a special carbon for being impoverished. Tomar, can you say the same thing by Mitsora that shekarbona is bedalus? That does have a special carbon for somebody that is indigent, that somebody that is in poverty, and therefore that's a leniency, and that leniency therefore should might allow that the type of shaving that he has does not require specifically that it has to be a razor. So bottom line, at the end of the day, we still have not shown any proof that there's any source for the requirement of a razor for the mitzora. Okay, now. What's that? That carbon is part of their inauguration. They had to bring certain carbonas. There was carbonas they had to bring. Now, what's that? The for for what? The question is, we don't I mean it could be that that the lechatchila they did use a razor, but let's say the case where the guy used scissors, or I mean we we don't know what would the din be in that situation now. The Gemara basically is going to ask from yesterday's stuff. I think that's what Hanukkah was touching on. But but if you remember, if there's a very difficult problem that's going to be raised here by Rav Barmasharshia based on yesterday's Gemara. Yesterday's Gemara, we started off with a brisa that says, how do you know that a uh, nazir, how do we know that a nazir discharges when he goes after 30 days that the way he has to cut off all his hair has to be done with a razor? Because the truth of the matter is it doesn't say razor in conjunction with the taglachas of, that he has to do at the end, taglachas achrona. It only talks about razor in the violation at the beginning. They can't use a razor, you know, how to cut. And therefore we had to go through this whole limud that the razor there is not needed. It's really needed for the end. It's not needed for the beginning. But in that brisa, <laughs> the brisa said that, 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 how do you know you need to use a razor? Well, why can't we learn it out from mitzorah? And so you can't learn out from Mitzorah because you're going to, because there you're trying to learn out the, the, the Mitzorah is a Chomur and, and you can't learn out a Kal from a Chomur. But it took it as a Dover Pushed that there's a, there's a primary source that Mitzorah requires a razor. The truth of the matter is the Psukim don't say explicitly the Mitzorah drives a razor, but there seemed to be in that Brisa a clear understanding that Mitzorah does need a, a, a razor and to the point where we think thought of even learning out Nazir from Mitzorah. And in today's daf, it comes out exactly the opposite. Is it's clear that Nazir needs a razor, but we are stuck right now. We don't have any source that's teaching us that Mitzorah needs a razor, which is, it creates a con, con this, this brisa from yesterday is in direct conflict with what we're learning today. So that's the kasha. So, Amalei Rova Mishar Shia Le Rova. 
So Rav Shasha asked Rav the following question. Hi, Tano, that this Tano, Mikara originally means the uh, the Brisa from yesterday. Amar to learn that Nazir requires taglachas achrona with a razor would not be able to learn it out from Mitzora. Means it's Dover Pasha that is a primary source that Mitzora needs a razor, but you can't learn out Nazir from Mitzora. because you cannot learn out something that's less severe to teach a stringency about something that's less severe from something that has that stringency but it's more less severe. Vahadar Amar, and today, what are we going back and saying is, Nelev Medina, that let's learn out at Sada Shava, B and C, which means Mitzora, which means Nazir and Levim, to teach out by Mitzora that needs to have a, a, a Limud by, that has a razor, and Medina Naminoy Lev, and the way we came out, that even that doesn't work, we had a Kasha on that, and we're stuck, that we don't see that you need a razor, where do we know for sure that you need a razor by the Mitzora? But the point that's being made over here is, is that yesterday we took it as a Dover Pashid that's a primary source teaching us that Mitzorah requires a, a razor to the point that we even wanted to learn out Nazir from Mitzorah, and today we don't know where you need a razor from Mitzorah, we're trying to even learn out Mitzorah from Nazir. What's going on over here? That's the difficulty that's being raised. So he says, he answered him, Rav answered him, there's actually, it's going to be the two Bryce's or the two Limudim actually represent the Machlokas Tanoim. According to, we're going to see that according to the Rabbonon, the Rabbonon held it's a Dover Poshet that Mitzora does require a razor. We'll see how they knew it's a Dover Poshet. Since it's a Dover Poshet, their Mitzora does require a razor. That's why yesterday we tried to learn out Nazir from Mitzora. But according to Rabbi Eliezer, he has no source that a Mitzora requires a razor. And therefore, today's daf, the Limud is going contra Rabbi Eliezer, he was trying to learn out actually Mitzora from Nazir, and that's uh, that. That's that's what I was going to answer. So Amole, Hahu, yesterday's Alibadir Abbanon. Ha, today's Limud is Alibadir Abeliezer. Now, where do we see that there is a machlokas between the Rabbanon and Rabeliezer that would have anything to do with the fact that it's a Dover Pashat whether a Matsora needs a razor or a Matsora does not need a razor? Where do we see this? So, what is this saying in, in Masechus Makos? What do we have over there? The Gemara is discussing the requirement uh, of uh, the, the violation of cutting the corners of your face. Pazakanecha, the beard. That there's five, the Gemara says there, there's five spots on a person's jawline or face that if a person cuts the hair in these five areas, a person has violated the violation of Pazakanecha lo yigalechu. Now, the, the uh, interesting thing to note is there's two psukim in Sefer Vayikra that deal with cutting the corners of one's face. One, uh, uh, one is talking about the Kohanim, and one is talking about all of Klal Yisrael. However, that the Gemara makes Shava pa'as pa'as to teach us that really these two are to be are dovetail one another. Whatever's missing in one by the Kohanim is supplemented by the one by the Israelim. What's missing by the Israelim is supplemented by the Kohanim. But they both require are talking about the same violation applying to everybody that you're not allowed to cut the corners <coughs> of your face. And the Brisa over there brings down a machlokus. What implements or 
what process of cutting does the Torah preclude or is there a violation for cutting the corners of the face? That's what it's discussing over there. So it's not, we learned in the Mishnah. The Chachamim, the Rabbanan Shita is that the only time you're in violation of cutting the corners of your beard is if you specifically used a razor. Even if you cut it with a malakid rehitni. Now Rashi over there uh, learns, I think it's the Rivan, that it's a malakid uh, rehitni are certain types of planes. They sometimes, there are certain implements that are used to polish, uh, polish a sword or a sheath, of a, a, a sheath of a sword or a shield. So anyway, they, they have an edge to them and they're used for polishing purposes. But according to Rabbi Eliezer, even if you used an implement which is a non-hair-cutting implement, you use that on your face, you have also violated the prohibition of, uh, of, of tar. The Rambam seems to learn that it's two types of tweezers. Some are types of tweezers. But anyway, either way, but what do you see over there? We have a machlokas where cutting the, the corners of your beard, according to the Rachamim, you're only in violation if you use a razor. razor. And according to Rebbe Lezer, you could be in violation by using other implements or processes as well. Now, what's the reasoning? What is the basis for this? So my tamayo de Rabbonon, what's the basis for the Chacham? What's the reasoning that says only with a razor? The Sanyo, because we have a Brysa that teaches us the following. Now this is a Pasuk concerning the Mitzorah. It's talking about the Pasuk, it says like this, the Pasuk says, on the seventh day of the Mitzorah's purification process, Yegalach as Kolosaro, he shall shave off all his hair, as Roshov, as Zakanov, as Gabos Enam. The hair on his head, the hair of his beard, the hair of his uh, eyebrows, the as Kolosaro, Galeach, all his hair he shall shave off, the Chibes, Begadov, Erachaz, Abasarabamayim, Vetoher. Now, what the, the Brysa wants to know, if you have an explicit statement that says that he shaves off all his hair, why do you have to mention oh, that he has to cut off the hairs of the, the of his beard? Obviously, if you said kol sa'aro, kol sa'aro is inclusive of the beard. So it goes through why each specific thing has to be mentioned in addition to telling me that it's shave of all. So what do we learn out? What does it say that he has to shave of Zakano his beard? Why does it have to stress that he shaves off his beard, even though you already know that it says that he has to shave off all his hair? So, Ma Talmud Lomar, what is it coming to teach me? So, the bride is going to say, it's like this, since you have an existing prohibition that a person is not allowed to shave of his beard. So, you might have thought when the Torah says that the Mitzorah has to shave of all his hair, it means shave of all his hair, but you know what? Leave the beard. Leave the beard because there's a prohibition. There's a low say shaving of the beard. That's why it says that you have to shave off all his hair. In addition, you also have to make sure inclusive in that statement is also you have to shave off the beard. That's what the Brites says. Since it says by the Kohanim that you cannot shave off the hair of the, 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 their beards, the corners of their beards. Yachal, you might think including that prohibition also is the Metzorah. Yachal, I feel the Metzorah came. Talmud Lomar, Zekano, that's why it says Zekano, that no, that even though there is a prohibition, the Bryce of Cohen and all of Kleisel, not shaving off the corners of their beard, nevertheless, a Metzorah's mitzvah of shaving oh, supersedes 
that prohibition, and therefore he, he shaves off his beard, even though generally you're not allowed to do it. Both, now, so both the kain. One, one second, one second, one second. So one second. So now, what's the proof over here? The the kain Israel have the same halacha as I said. There's a gzerushav between the two psukim. Now, what's the proof? The proof is like this. That. The 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 iser, according to the chachamim, the iser according to the chachamim of of uh, 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 it's. It, I'm sorry. The by by Mitzora, what does it say? Mitzora, it has to tell you don't shave off the beard. Why does it have to tell you don't shave off the beard? Because there's a prohibition of shaving your beard. I'm, I'm sorry, that Mitzora says you have to shave off the beard because there's, since there's a prohibition that you're not allowed to shave off your beard, so therefore you might have thought even though he has to cut off all his hair, he should leave his beard, right? Now, according to the Chachamim we're going to see, which this only works according to the Chachamim, they hold the prohibition of cutting the hair on your face is only if you use a razor. razor. Now, if that's true, then by the Mitzora cutting off all his hair, if he was allowed to use any implement, then you would not need to tell me that uh, I, I have to say he's allowed to cut the hair on his face. Because I'll tell you, you're not in violation. Why? Just as long as you're not going to use a razor, you won't be in violation. The fact that the Torah has to tell me that no, he is allowed to use, he is allowed to shave the hair on his face, must be it's telling me that he has to be using a razor. Because if he did not need to use a razor, there would be no need to tell me that he's allowed to shave off the hair on his face. He would not be in violation. Now that drosha, by the way, only works according to according to the chachamim, according to the chachamim, because according to Rabbi Eliezer, he holds that you're not allowed to use any implement on your face. Let's see it inside. Simon says like this. He's bound and allowed to cut his beard. Talmud Lomar, therefore, it has to say Zakano. Now, so therefore, the, now, therefore, it must be according to, that's, that's where the Chachamim know that that Zakano is also teaching me that it has to be a razor. Because if it wasn't a, ra- if, if, if Mitzorah was not bound by using a razor, they were according to the Chachamim, there would be no need to tell me the drosh of Zakano. Now, Uminalan de Now, how do you know, though? How do you know that according to the Chachamim, regularly on a person's face, it's only a prohibition? Right? This all works according to the Chachamim. The Chachamim say on your face it's only a razor, and it has to tell you by Zakano by Matsura. Must be Matsura is also only a razor. But how do you know a regular person it's only a razor? How do you know it's not any cut, type of implement cutting the fair on his face, like Rabbi learns? Someone says, like this, the Sanya. Because we learned in a Bryce, I remember I told you there's two Psukim. One that's written by the Kohen, one that's written by Yisraelim. They have slight differences, but we su- they supplement one another. And from the, con- the cumulative effect, we learn the entire halacha. Now, what does it say by the Kohanim? It's by the Kohanim. It says, It uses the word giluach. Giluach is usually a, a term for an implement that's primary purpose is for cutting hair. That's the notion of Giluach. That's something that is a primary. You cannot use, uh, you cannot shave your, your face with an implement that's used for cutting hair. Below Tashchis. Now, it also says by the Yisroel, when it says there, there it says that he's not allowed to destroy the hair on his face. So one place it says Lo Yigaleach, and one place it says Lo Sashchis. Now, Yachol, you might have thought, this is all the Chachomim, Liktov Melaket Verehitni, that if you use the plane, that therefore, Yehei you would be Chayev, because a plane actually does destroy. Destroy means you're going down to the root. 
A plane does go down to the root. Talmud Lomar, who, I, I, I think I skipped over. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I skipped a couple of lines. How do you know it has to be specifically be a razor? Now you might think, since it's implementing implements for cutting hair, so scissors you'd be violation too, because you could use the terminology of Giluach by all hair cutting instruments, which would mean scissors as well. So Yechai, Talmud Lomar, no, that's why by the Israelim it uses the expression of hashchosa, of destruction. Destruction is going down to the skin. Now, therefore, that tells you can't be scissors because a scissor generally doesn't go. I, if you're telling me it means anything that can go down to the skin, so then you might think then these planes that are used, they actually do go down to the skin. So you should be in violation for using a malaked and a hitni as well. Yechayev. Talmud Loma. No, because that's why it says by the Kohanim, it used the Loshan of Yigalechu. Tamanu Zakarim Lo Yigalechu. It says Yigalechu. It has to be Giluch. It has to be an implement that is used for cutting hair. So HaKetzad. So how do you accommodate Eza Giluch Sheyesh Bashchosa. Where do you have an implement that has both the concept of Giluch, it's primarily for hair, and it has the concept of Ashkosa, which means it goes down to the skin, right? Haveomer Zetar, that refers to the razor, which means that's how the Chachamim know that the only prohibition on your face is if you actually use a razor. Now let's go back again. So since we know that it's only violation if you use a razor, yet the Torah required by the Mitzorah to say specifically that he is allowed to shave his face. Why did it have to tell me that he is allowed to shave his face? The Chorah must be, it has to be using a razor. Because if he doesn't have to be using a razor, you don't have to tell me he's allowed to cut the hair on his face because he could use something else which would not be in violation. So from there, the Chachamim know that it's a primary source, that it says, when it says that, that he has to cut, uh, what's the lotion of the Pasuk over there? Pazakano. Uh, Zakano, he has to cut Zakano. That's teaching you it must be using a razor. So that was yesterday's da. So we thought, since we know by Matsora has to be a razor, let's learn out Nazir from there. Today's da is going like Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer, he does not learn that the violation is only with a razor. He learns the violation is with any, um, any implement. So since the violation is with any implement, the violation is with any implement. So according to him, Right, according to him, it uh, what 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 he what he hold? He then then he then when the pasuk says that you're not allowed to use a zakano, right? That's not a proof that you have to use a razor no, right. because then any implement would have been prohibition. Was it? Yeah, but I'm saying, but you still need to. You still would have to go out and tell you that you have to do it because you might think that it's not part of the problem. You can't maybe not violate the losas that you wouldn't be allowed to violate the losas. But you have no raya from the fact that it uses the word zakano. That it has to be a razor. There's a kano that it has to be a razor. Is only according to Rachomim, and therefore according to Rebbe you have no source that a mitzora has to be a razor, which is today's stuff. Therefore, we're looking for the source, so we try to learn out mitzora from Nazir and from the Levia. Now, ask the Gemara Gavaldig Akasha. Listen to the Kasha we're asking. According to the Chachomim, what are we saying? The fact that Torah had to stress. That Zakano is that why did the Torah have to stress Zakano that the Mitsora is allowed to cut the hair on his face is must be a proof that he has no. to use a razor. Right? Because if he doesn't have to use a razor then why'd I have to tell you? Why, why would you have thought there's any reason not to cut the hair on his face? So when it says, that just tells you he's allowed to use a razor. 
That doesn't tell you that it has yeah. to be a razor. It has to say Zakar to tell me that he could even use a razor. But to tell me that he can only use a razor, you have no raya. And therefore, we're back to our question. Then you have no primary source. Who says that Zakano is a raya, that a Mitzorah has to use a razor? All it tells is that he's allowed to use a razor, not that he has to use a razor. That's the Gemara's kasha. So Gemara says like this, Mimai, who says that that's a good proof, according to Rachomim, that you have, that a Mitzorah has to use a razor? Maybe the Mitzorah could even use a, uh, uh, those planes to shave his face. Nami mitzvah kavit. He would still be fulfilling the, the mitzvah. And the reason why it has to say zakano is just to tell that he could even use a razor. Even though there's a prohibition using a razor, he could fulfill his mitzvah even using a razor. But it doesn't mean that a mitzvah to fulfill his mitzvah has to only use a razor. He would not be in violation. He could even use the razor. So that's the kasha the Gemara is trying to ask. Is that the fact that it says Zakana Kontrachomim tells you, yes, he's allowed to use a razor, but it doesn't mean that he can only use a razor. Maybe he can even use a razor. So Amri, the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says like this. If you would have thought, that if he could use also if the guy would be able to use not just the razor, he could use any implement to fulfill his Mitzorah obligation of shaving on his face, right? So then, uh, that Shabbat that would have been okay. Lishto Kramine. The Torah shouldn't have mentioned the face at all. Don't mention that he has to cut. Just say he has to cut off all his hair. So you were going to ask me, Akasha, what do you mean? If you tell me he has to cut off all his hair, how do I know he can use a razor on his face? Maybe he's not allowed to use a razor on his face. I would have for sure known he's allowed to use a razor on his face. How would I have known that? Because like this, there is one violation of cutting the corners of your face. There's another violation, you're not allowed to cut the corners of your head. The corners of your head are the payas of your shpeyasarosh. Now, we... Who is considered to be a sinner? We've learned this before. A, a, a person is a Mitzorah. It's not something that he, 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 he willfully brings upon himself. A Nazir, though, oh, creates okay. himself as a Nazir. So a Nazir, you're putting yourself into a situation that by making yourself a Nazir, you're actually a sinner. You should not have made yourself a Nazir. But even though a person makes himself into a Nazir, right, he's now required to cut off all the corners of his head. It means we allow... The fact that he's a Nazir, willfully, and a sinner, he's allowed to violate the prohibition of cutting off the corners of his head. The Mitzorah, who is not willfully a sinner, he didn't make himself into a Mitzorah, so Kalvachomer, he should be allowed to cut the corners of his beard. Meaning that you're telling me, if you never wrote the fact corners of his beard, I would have said maybe he's not allowed to cut it. Why would I have said that? If the Nazir is allowed to cut the corners of his head, and he's a Chota, so then the Mitzorah, who's not a Chota, for sure to discharge his obligation, should be allowed to cut the corners of his beard. So why does it have to say corners of the beard? It must be more than that. He's just allowed to do it. It must be telling me that he has to use a razor. That's what it must be coming to tell me. Let's see it inside. It says like this. If you were telling me that if a guy would use uh, the, uh, the, the play, uh, that he could use the plane as well, shop it down, they'd be okay. Don't write that a Matsora is allowed to cut the corners of his beard. Don't even mention beard. I would say, if concerning the Nazir, that he's in violation by making himself a Nazir, even though, even so, he's obligated to cut the corners of his head. 
even though that itself, itself is a violation. Hacha de mitzvah. Here he's discharging, he's following the obligation of the Torah. He became a mitzvah, this is what you have to do. So lo kosher gain, for sure we would allow him to do what? To cut the corners of his head. So you don't have to tell me that he, we need a boss on me that he's not allowed to use a razor. We wouldn't have thought he's not allowed to use the razor. So therefore, the fact that it says the corners of the beard must be telling me more than just he's allowed to use a razor. What must it come to be telling me? That he's obligated to use a razor. Vesu and furthermore, furthermore, like this, you're telling me like this, maybe it's telling you that he could use anything, even a razor, right? That was the original logic. The fact that you're, you're of your question, it says that you have to use, uh, it's, uh, that he's allowed to shave the corners of his face. So we want to say it means that's a raya that he has to use a razor. No, they were saying, no, maybe it's not a raya he has to use a razor. Maybe it means he's allowed to use a razor, he's allowed to use anything else. We know that there's a famous dictum from Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish says that there is a din that I say, if you're faced with two situations, the person has to have bris milah. On the milah, you have tsaras. You're not allowed to cut off tsaras, but you have an assay, do bris milah. You have a losa assay, shama lecha benegatars, don't cut off tsaras. What's power, more powerful? The assay pushes away the losa assay. That's the rule. The assay, and the Ramban says, assay comes from love, losa assay comes from din, uh, lo, from, 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 and love pushes away din, whatever the, the Hezbollah, the Ramban gives. But assay is docha losa assay. Says Reish Lakish, that's only true if you cannot avoid the conflict. But if there's a way to avoid the conflict, you don't have a right to do the assay, to push away the los assay, is the way that you can circumvent it. So you say, it would make no sense that the Torah is coming to tell me that the, the Mitzorah can use any implement even a razor. If he could use any implement, even a razor, why would we let him use a razor if there's a way to do it without violating the low sase? It must be that if you tell him he's allowed to use a razor, it must be that he's only able to use a razor. That's the point. So one says like this, Vesu and furthermore, Esau Kedaitach, if you would have thought that that he could use any implement, even these planes. Means he can use a razor, he could use any implement. So therefore, from the fact that it never said razor, it means it could be anything, including a razor. Then then you're going to have a problem with the ruling of Reish Lakish. The Amar, Kol Mokam Shata Motzi, Asay Velosase, that any time you're faced with an Asay telling you this is what you should do, and a Losa telling you that you, you shouldn't do it, say, if you can do both, you can circumvent the conflict and fulfill the Asay without doing the Losa say, Mutav, then that's the better way to go. Vim love, only if you can't, Yava Sevietra Losase. And therefore, it cannot be that the Torah is telling us by the Mitzorah everything, including the razor, it must be you could only. Only use a razor, because otherwise you would not be allowed to use the razor. Right, gentlemen, have a good day.